0: Hello friends, Uh, back again another week of life, pretty thankful for that, sometimes I have to remind myself just how grateful I am for that, and how uh, in the grand scheme my daily issues seem so incredibly minuscule, but I do find it could be kind of tricky for me at least to actually handle those little things that might make me anxious or depressed without diminishing them completely. Uh, in this case, two things can be true. In the grand scheme, these day-to-day battles are small, and I am in a more comfortable position than millions of people. That is true. But those little things can add up to be bigger issues and do need to be sorted out and handled accordingly. Uh, when I'm feeling super anxious or depressed, a coping mechanism that has always seemed to, to help me is to shift my perspective and realize how lucky and happy I am, truly. Uh, You know, not letting those little things get in the way and realize that at the end of the day, things are actually really good for me. As if it almost seems like unfair to care about things so small when at the end of the day, I have, you know, food to eat, water to drink, a roof over my head, and a bed to sleep in at night. And it's one thing to keep it all into proper perspective, but it's a totally another thing in itself to ignore your issues completely with the mentality of like, none of this really matters, which... I tend to maybe dwell on that part of it a little too much sometimes where I make things seem so small and insignificant that I ignore them altogether. I think that can kind of create this sort of apathetic glaze over your reality and can actually have some really negative side effects. Like if something is affecting your mental health negatively, even if it's really small, it does still need to be dealt with. But you also need to make sure you can keep in mind that this thing will not overtake you and it will not kill you and you can and will get through it. But simultaneously, you also need to keep in mind that you can't just completely ignore it and only worry about eating, drinking, and sleeping. Um, there has to be balance. Always balance. Uh, you know, balances is, <sighs> balance is everything when you're walking that tightrope between true happiness and contentness with complete madness and disarray which I think, at least from my own personal experience, seems like I'm teetering on those two things pretty closely all the time. So balance is key. Uh, I think an area where this has really come to light for me is in romantic relationships. Like, you want your partner to be happy. You want them to be okay. You want your relationship to be okay. So there have definitely been times, for me at least, where there's been like a disconnect between me and my girlfriend and... I because of my willingness to immediately eliminate any struggle that is not a matter of life and death from my checklist of shit to deal with, right? Like, while that does help keep me sane in, in most instances, it also can make the struggles of someone else feel diminished and unheard, which obviously is not fair. And to me, the ultimate goal is to get to a place where you can deal with things as they come and sort them into the categories at large accordingly, big, medium, small. Like, this is a big thing, absolutely need to be you know, it's worthy, quote-unquote, of anxiety, or it's worthy of my focus, rather than not your anxiety. If you're anxious, you're anxious. doesn't matter what it's about. But it's worthy of my focus. Medium being, like, you know, right in between, and small being, like, I don't have to break this spatula because my fucking gas isn't working. Whatever it might be. Uh, That goes for your own internal thoughts and worries, and also the thoughts and worries you share with one another. The, uh, you know... It's hard for me, I've noticed, even even starting this dialogue that I've created with Mental Health Mondays, I know that my main goal is to help other people, but it is hard for me sometimes not to diminish other people's anxieties and worries. And it's, I think it comes from a positive place, mostly, if that makes any sense, like I'm not diminishing it meaning like I'm judging you for what you're anxious about. I'm more, it's like I'm insistent in my head like, no, please don't be anxious about that. I promise you it's not worth it. And that might work for me, but at the same time, to diminish it to someone else is not fair. And then they ha- that has them second-guessing themselves and being unsure of themselves. And especially when it's someone you're in a relationship with that's not a good feeling that the person you're with is kind of like downplaying what makes you worry, what makes you sad, what makes you unhappy, the things you're struggling with. Uh, And that's been something that I definitely had to adjust, uh, especially living with my partner now. And we've gotten to a really healthy place, I think. Obviously, it always needs work. But we've gotten to a really healthy place of validating each other's pains and struggles and happinesses and all those things. Because at the end of the day, we're Different people. We're not the exact same. We're not always going to see eye to eye. We're not always going to agree on stuff. But something that I specifically have had to make a genuine effort of adjusting is even though I think that it's coming from a good place, like, hey, listen, this isn't something to worry about. I promise. It's still something that that person is worried about. So it's just a tricky line to toe. I'm trying to almost like, as if I have any higher moral ground or anything, I don't, but it's like, I'm trying to be like, show this person the way, like, listen, this is not something I worry about. This isn't something to worry about. I promise. But that's not really fair. So, uh, that's something I've been trying to work on. And it's something that I think I'm getting better at, but I think that as people generally, I think people have trouble, um, truly putting themselves in another person's shoes and understanding what they're dealing with, even if it's super different than what you're dealing with. Uh, but it's been going well and everything. I just, I guess I'm just using that as an example because, like I said, things have been good. I'm grateful to be alive. And that is something that really helps me, kind of keeping in perspective. I mean, turn on the fucking news. I'm not you know, living in some Ukrainian village getting bombed and worrying about my life moment to moment being taken from me or worried about the safety of my loved ones. But that's not to say that the things that are making me anxious aren't real or aren't worthy of my attention. I'm trying to live in that middle ground as best as I can, that um, being grateful for what I have, recognizing that I have more than I need, and that not just material things, but in life, like I am, my life is full and happy. It really is. But also, knowing that that doesn't take away from the things that do irk me or do kind of grind my gears or, like, fuck me up a little bit in the head where it's like, no, I still need to focus and put energy and time on said thing while recognizing, at the end of the day, it's not the biggest problem in the world, but it is a problem of mine. And, again, drawing that back into relationships with other people, I think it works in the same way where it's like I might see – this from a different perspective of say for instance your part my partner but that doesn't mean that their perspective is wrong it just means we look at it differently and i need to rather than diminish what they're anxious over or what they're depressed about or what whatever it might be what they're angry about rather than diminish it i need to understand and respect that they are seeing it from a completely different perspective their own universe back to the last week episode um and it doesn't make them. There's nothing wrong with them feeling anxious or weird about that thing, but I do think it's like a it's a it's like a tug of war of validating, but also keeping a perspective what quote unquote issues you really have. Because at the end of the day, I'm I fucking I got a maid right now. You know, uh, genuinely, there are more people than not that struggle on this planet with basic human needs and necessities and. Human rights. And I am not one of those people. And so I always have to keep that in mind. Like, God dang, I have it really fucking good. And just, uh, it's almost, a, it's, this is fucked up, but it's something I've noticed. It almost seems like it's a luxury to have the time to work on your mental health. Like, people who have to worry about where their next meal is going to come from or having clean drinking water or, you know, sleeping on the street, they don't, of course their mental health is in disarray, but it's like they don't even have the time to worry about that because they're just worried about surviving. So the fact that I even have the time to sit down and talk with you great folks about my mental health and about how we can all help each other, that's right there in itself a luxury. And um, it's a shame. It shouldn't be that way. But, you know, the way the world is in this current moment and really the way it's been forever, there are people that, don't even have the time to really take care of themselves in the ways they need other than just surviving. So that's something that I have to keep in mind uh, when I'm feeling down on myself, feeling bad about things, feeling sorry for myself. Maybe that's a better way to put it. It's not that uh, I don't have the right to feel anxious or worry about little stuff, but I definitely don't have the right to feel sorry for myself when there are people dealing with much, much, much more difficult things. Uh, yeah, that's that was supposed to be the intro, but here we are, halfway through, probably. I don't know how long it's been. Um, other thing I wanted to talk about this week um, was the concept of garbage in, garbage out. Uh, I'm a massive believer in this concept, basically meaning you th- the things you take in from the universe directly relate to the things you put back into it, right? I think this is especially important as a creative person. Uh, I'm always seeking to take in good art, in hopes that it'll impact the art that I create in a positive way. You know, things that like truly speak to me and my soul, and uh, things that are made with authenticity and quality in mind, not just bullshit, basically. And I've gotten to a point where it's actually difficult for me, honestly, to like listen to music I think is shitty or watch shitty TV, uh, you know, et cetera, all that kind of stuff. I think we have to make, um, I think we have to make a conscious effort of filtering. What we take in, because the byproduct of taking in garbage is putting garbage back out. I truly believe that's like having a mental diet. You know what I mean? Uh, nowadays, I think we're much more conscientious of uh, like nutrition, right? For example, and it's widely known. I, I think it's it's if you are of average uh, means and intelligence that it's known, like you are what you eat. You know, the the fuel you put into your body is what you're going to get out of it. Um, but the same goes for what we consume, like not just food, what the stimulation we're consuming, whether it be music, art, television, conversations with other people, relationships, what you're putting in is exactly what you're going to get out, um, Obviously, art is subjective, and it always has been, and it always will be, but something that's not subjective, in my opinion, is scrolling through social media for three and a half fucking hours watching dumb videos or reading people get into opinionated, one-sided arguments on subjects they don't even really know anything about. Uh, It could be such a negative, I hate this word, but toxic place. It really can. So taking that in for hours a day, every single day, is obviously going to impact your inner thoughts and feelings, and in turn, your thoughts and feelings are going to impact the the way you act and your actions on whatever issues you're dealing with, all resulting in throwing more garbage out into the ether of time. So I think that is something that we actually do have control over, uh, as much as, like, the social media, for example. Obviously, the algorithm dictates what you see next, but you have control over what your algorithm becomes because it's what you watch. It's what you're enjoying. And if it's just a bunch of stupid shit and people like, that's all you're going to give back out. It literally is mind-numbing. Next time you hang out with some of your friends or even your family, which is fucked, in uh, one of those weird moments that you notice, like no one's paying attention to each other and you're all looking down at your phone, look at the face of your buddy who's scrolling through TikTok. It probably literally looks like this. Not good. I feel like you can literally feel yourself getting dumber when you do that. At least that's how I, I, like when I'm fucking stuck in one of those vortexes, after a certain amount of time, it's like, what the fuck am I doing? Just hundreds of mindless videos, one after another, mouth wide open, a little drool coming out. And by the end of it, you've done literally nothing to enrich your life. Listen, you're literally watching this right now on some form of social media. So I don't want you, well, I don't mean to be a hypocrite. I get it. I get it. It's 2022. Social media is a necessary evil in a lot of our lives. I fucking get it. And there's undoubtedly some positive things, some creative, awesome stuff you can find, like this one. But girls, listen. No offense. But by the 70th makeup tutorial or sheen haul with the same shitty pop song in the background, you've now filled your mind with nothing but mindless stimulus, which in all likelihood could contribute to some feelings of inadequacy or self-consciousness or, like, I wish I had that when you could have spent time fucking reading or taking a hike or doing literally anything else productive. And I don't mean just girls. The same goes for my boys, the fellas, okay? I love watch dr- watching drunk people fall or stupid fucking fight videos or whatever dumb shit, that guys shit that we watch. But you got to limit yourselves. We have to limit ourselves. I'm not telling you to delete social media and go on some cleanse or fall behind in the times and pretend like it doesn't exist. I'm not saying that. I get it. it. Sometimes it could be a necessary evil. But I do think that we all need to utilize our time a little better. That doesn't mean 24 hours a day you need to be doing something productive. I'm not saying that. I get it. Sometimes you want to just fucking tune out for a second. That, I think that's okay to a certain extent. But I think it will only enrich your life. And improve your mental health, honestly, if you're relaxing with purpose. Okay, relax with purpose. Meaning if you want to relax and unwind, maybe watch one of the six billion amazingly made films of the past hundred years instead of binging fucking Love Island for six hours or something like that and watching the dumbest people of our generation make a fool of themselves for our entertainment. Maybe, just saying, maybe there's something more you can can gain from a Christopher Nolan film with a fucking crazy twist ending and incredible cinematography and amazing soundtrack than ding, 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 bam, fucking sting out with three dumb people who are fucking ripped and just dumb idiots. The, no brain, no offense to anyone that's on that, I'm sorry, but that's the way the show is perfect, or purposely designed. Guys, Watching that over and over for hours is not, literally you're just putting stupid shit in here. So obviously stupid shit's going to come back out of here. And more importantly, to relate it back to mental health, you're just putting like toxic relationship shit and fucking horrible advice that's coming from these things in here and then letting it ruminate in your head and then maybe even subconsciously applying it to your actual life. That's no good, okay? That's no good. At the end of the day, you're literally getting nothing out of that. And again, I understand. I could easily watch five hours of Jersey Shore right now. No problem. I fucking love Jay Shore. Shout out to all the fucking cast. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I could watch that shit for hours. No problem at all. But for Christ's sake, read a fucking book for once, will you? It's it clearly feeding your brain something better is going to get something better out of your life. Um, You know, you... Something I kind of trip out about is like, all right, you only have a finite amount of time in this life, right? And it just, it kind of blows my mind when I really sit down and think about it with the the example of maybe like television shows. When it's time for you to go to the great beyond, you will have only watched the shows you watched. You don't get any more. That's it. Like you won't be able to see it all while you're here. For example, a show, I'm going to probably end up watching it because I like it. It's like when you start a show... And never finish it. One of those for me is Breaking Bad. I know, I know, it's fantastic. Again, that to me, like that's not an example of garbage and garbage out, because it's this well structured, amazing piece of art that took years to create and film and stuff like that. The acting is fantastic. But anyways, Breaking Bad. I've started it like three times, never finished it. And it, this is the that's the show that made me realize, like, damn. You only get your show your set of shows in life before it's all said and done, and when the story of your life is written, those are the shows you watched uh, does it I, it's hard for me to like expand on this topic, but it makes complete sense in my head like those are the shows that you got while you were on this spinning fucking rock, and this other person got a different group of shows and stuff. but I guess it's like like clothes, you can only buy a certain amount of clothes, wear a certain amount of clothes. you have so many days in your life to to pick your outfit, right. So you, your wardrobe for your life is what it is by the time it's all said and done. You you can't go back and change it, right? But I think that this, like, what I'm trying to say with all this is that you don't get a second chance to, like, pick what's going in. And that obviously coincides with the whole garbage in, garbage out thing. You're in complete control of what content and art and music and food and conversations and relationships that you consume. And the more positive and authentic and creative and stimulating and interesting and educational these things are, the more positive you're going to more positivity you're going to exude and the happier and fuller your life's gonna be, obviously. Um, again, it's not just I, I, I kinda went off on a rant about the whole like dumb television. I'm sorry. I don't I don't want you to take it as a personal attack. I do get it. It has its place in entertainment. It's entertaining sometimes. To It's basically... It really is like watching a fucking train wreck or car accident. Like, God, I'm glad that's not me. And also, it's just funny. It's like, I get it. It's fucking funny sometimes. But I guess the point I'm trying to make is if that's all you're taking in, obviously... The, the depth of conversation you can have with someone else or just the depth of thought you have walking through life is going to be nullified. It's going to be poop. <laughs> it's going to be shitty. It's going to be garbage. Garbage in, garbage out. So I'm not saying, like, don't ever watch that shit. I get it that there's a time and a place, but I think when we, especially, again, with the social media stuff, like, it's hard to not fall in that trap nowadays you have access in the palm of your hand to a million different things and sometimes just the way it works the addictive nature of it you're scrolling through seeing the same type of shit over and over and over again most of which is fucking stupid and also i i i'm not like talking shit on like influencers and stuff i think that that It's a genuine grind and process that they have followed to get to where they are to be successful. It's not easy. It's not fucking easy. Clearly, that's why this video doesn't have a billion views because if I knew how to do that or if I put the time in that they do, maybe it would be that successful. So I'm not talking shit on those people. But what I'm saying is, if that's all you're taking in, come on, that's not good. Obviously, that's not good. And I also think that the rapid speed and the different pieces of stimulation, constant over and over and over again, I do really think that that contributes to the anxiety of our generation. Going back to the, the first ep- ever episode or second episode of this of Mental Health Mondays, I spoke about how it seems that our generation is more anxious than any other. And I really, not to like be an old man yelling at the sky, blaming social media, but I definitely think the constant overflow of stimulation, of just different bullshit most of the time, is not good for us it clearly it's not good for our brains and i i urge you to again i'm not saying delete all your fucking social media and make some announcement about it like you're doing something righteous which is another annoying thing i i'm just saying that i think it's a good idea if we all curate our own art gallery out of the entertainment we choose to consume um Because at the end of the day, again, you only get so many hours of fucking life. So I think that wasting five of those hours a day, five hours a day, five hours a day for a week is what, 35 hours? 35 hours a day you're on your phone watching bullshit. Don't you think the rest of the hours that bullshit that's ruminating in your head is just going to spit out of your mouth? Yes, and fucking affect your thoughts and feelings and actions so I just think that it's genuinely so important for our generation to kind of like I don't know flip the algorithm to something that is meaningful to you, something that actually enriches your life and also get off of there a little bit. Don't constantly be on your fucking phone or TikTok or Instagram. I'm sure that this that'll ruin the chances of this video fucking getting any hits, but I just I I I just think it's not good, man. I just don't think it's good for us to be scrolling through just mindlessly like genuinely like i said look at a person or yourself but next time you see a friend doing that look at them no offense i don't mean to insult anyone's intelligence they look so fucking stupid just scrolling and hearing the same my mom didn't know i was gonna bring this home and it's a fucking box with a puppy in it or something like that like okay cute that's a cute video but do you need to watch 56 of them in a row and fucking waste a half hour, 45 minutes of your life? No, you don't. I just think it's important. I think that, like I said, that mental diet that we have is important, and it's especially important to mental health. If you were to constantly take in, uh, to use like a, a more like obvious, stark example, if you were watching videos every day of, like, you're a fucking idiot, you're a loser, you're a fat piece of shit, obviously your mental health would suffer, right? So maybe the things that I'm speaking of are a little more subtle than that. But over time, when you're constantly taking in things that are kind of negative, whether it be like negative news stories or just stuff that's kind of unintelligent and uninteresting at the end of the day, obviously it's going to affect you. Uh, So I do think it's important. Garbage in, garbage out, man. Especially for any people out there who are creators or artists, um, musicians. Like... I grew up loving hip-hop, and I used to hate when people would be like, hip-hop's dead, rap is dead, rap today fucking sucks, because my point always was like, you're just not paying attention. That's not true. There's so many amazing artists now. In some ways, it's better than it's ever been. But then you listen to the shit that gets spread more than others, and it's honestly fucking horrible. Again, I know art is subjective, but subjectively, it's terrible. And so it's genuinely gotten to a point where it's difficult for me to even listen to like I get angry almost when I spend more time than I want to hearing something awful, and I also do think that it's improved my own creation of music, like listening to people that actually inspire me and people I admire for maybe it's their story or their their personality or their li like you know things they've overcome, and then I become a fan of their art. obviously, that is a much more positive influence on my own art than someone who I, like, think is a horrible human being or just their music is fucking hot trash. So, again, and I I know that that's not being very positive. I understand that that's not necessarily appropriate or good, especially when speaking of mental health. I don't mean to diminish the success of anyone else, not at all. What I'm saying is there are, while art is absolutely subjective, you could look at a painting... You see one thing, another person sees a complete different thing. I think that there is a certain level of like, yeah, but this is good and that is just not good art. It's just not, not good. It's not stimulating. It's not actually like doing something to your brain in a positive manner. When you look at a beautiful painting, when you listen to a fucking masterpiece of a song, again, it's subjective, but... There are some things that are universal, and I think one of those things that are universal is some of the shitty content that we fucking see and look at and hear and watch. It's it's no good. It's no bueno for your brain. So that's something I continually work on, something I urge you to work on, too. Garbage in, garbage out. Get that garbage out of your fucking life. Get good stimulation in. Listen to good podcasts that really make you think. Even if it's like comedy shit, that's fine. Again... A funny comedian is intelligent and smart, and if you can decipher how and why they took a certain route to a punchline that they did, that is stimulating to your brain. That's good. That's good for you. That's, that's taking something positive in, and laughter is super positive, and then, in turn, putting positivity back out. But there's just a lot of garbage out there that we got to sift through. Uh, it's not a, a glorious job, but it's a job that we all need to do. So. But anyways, uh, that was a lot. Um, I guess now, well, how, how long, where, where are we at here? Let's see here, Frank. It's interesting to talk to myself so much. Oh, nice. I fucking really yucked it up about that shit. All right. Um, where am I at? Yeah, okay, so an update on me. <sighs> now I'm self-conscious because I think my gut might have been showing the whole time. Also, I'm not, truthfully, I'm in my boxers right now because you can't see them. So it doesn't really matter. But now I'm like, oh, shit, what if I can't see them on there? Anyways, update on me. Uh, Still another week with the 50 milligrams of sertraline, generic Soloft antidepressants. Uh, So still dosing down. Still got a couple weeks left at this dosage. Definitely can notice the difference of my body becoming more comfortable uh, with this dose. But also, uh, although last week I spoke about how my whole goal of getting off of SSRIs are that I feel like I used them for what I needed to. It helped me find ways to cope and deal with my anxiety and depersonalization, and I still feel that way. But, of course, in the in the process of transitioning off of them and in the process of my body getting used to this current dosage, which is lower than the previous one, uh, I did have, like, two... Pretty genuine anxiety attacks this week, which was the first time in a while, which is a nice thing to say. Again, keeping in perspective, oh, there's the positive thing in that, that it's the first time in a while. But uh, I did have a couple of anxiety attacks, panic attack situations, same kind of thing in my head. Um, When I was driving, I just got the the feeling of depersonalization pretty heavy where it's like I just think sometimes I wonder if my subconscious is warning my Actual consciousness of, uh, like, oh, this is coming? Or am I talking myself into it? For example, I'm driving, and then, like, the way a car moves or something looked funny to me. And then immediately my brain goes to, oh, I think I might be starting to feel anxious. And then, boom, right in the throes of, like, a serious, like, depersonalization episode. Um, but I wonder, I always wonder this. I, I'm sure I could find the answer or that people have studied this. Um. But is that like, am I talking myself into a panic attack or am I preparing myself for what is my body chemistry is about to change into whatever makes me feel panicky and anxious? I don't know. I don't know the answer. But I feel like a lot of times when I start to have anxiety attacks, I get that feeling of, oh, I think this is going to happen right now. And then it does. So it's something that always kind of like interests me after the fact when I think about it. But I did, yeah, I had a, a bit of a panic attack while driving. It was okay. I was safe. Um, but it was one of those ones where I was like, ah, should I pull over right now? <laughs> uh, and it, it's hard to explain, man, with the depersonalization shit. It's like, all right, so I feel it coming on, and then I, like, look at my hands on the steering wheel, and I'm like, whoa, they seem way further away than they're supposed to be. And then it's like, I feel like I'm, like, not detached from my body to the, in the sense that like, I'm like, over top of myself looking at myself, but detached in the sense that like it feels like my physical body is here and my consciousness is like back here. And it's, it's just a defense mechanism, I guess, from what I've researched of my brain trying to detach myself from whatever anxious situation is taking place. So again, I kind of just used what I know. I breathed in and out. Jay was with me, so that helped. And she, you know, just breathe. I'm here with you. You know, everything's gonna be okay. That that stuff is always nice and, you know, affirming. Um, and kind of just talk myself out of it. it. Was fine. And then, like later that week, I'd like, or was it yesterday? I guess yesterday. Um, had a super busy day yesterday. And just something, something that happened in my personal life, like just kind of like. Whew, came right in front of my face and it was like it was weird it wasn't like I was anxious about that specific thing but it made me anxious in general like I just like my hands started shaking I was sweating and I'm like fuck this fucking sucks and then like again like I said I was busy I had a super busy day yesterday so I had you know, arrangements to be doing something very shortly from that time. And then it's like, oh God, this person's about to be here. And I'm like in the midst of a fucking panic attack. What am I going to do again? Luckily, Jay was there too. So she helped, but just (sighs) like, focusing on my breath, envisioning my lungs opening up, and closing and opening up and closing, knowing that there is still breath in them and that my body is receiving the oxygen, slowing my thoughts down, uh, always helps using my senses. I can feel my sweaty fingertips. I can smell the lunch we just cooked. I can see, you know, the candle on my the island in my kitchen burning. I'm here in this moment. Everything's going to be okay. So kind of got myself out of that one and then um, went on with my day and had a super productive day, which like I have mentioned in previous episodes always fucking helps my mental health. Always. Felt like a king last night by the time it was all done. Um I guess a little update on all that all that stuff. So finally yesterday shot the cover for Humania um with Zach Massachetti, who's the fucking man, my homie. Uh just to, and I just love being around him. He just always makes me comfortable and again, garbage in, garbage out. Just great, stimulating conversation, very easy person to talk to. So it was great to just be around someone I love working with. And also, he's incredibly talented at what he does. So um, it was great to work with him again. And anyway so but it's also exciting cuz it's like okay amazing one more f- like you know one more of the final steps of getting this fucking EP out and actually into people's eardrums. So that was great and then later on in the day my homie Joel came over. Shout out to Joel Brandano. I think that's how I say your last name, homie. My bad. Um, to we rehearsed um shooting a live session for one of the my basically my favorite song. Uh, so maybe second favorite song off the EP next weekend, but we needed to, like, kind of run through how it's gonna go, because now with this whole Frankie IV situation, where I'm playing sax, and keys, and guitar, and singing, and rapping, and doing a bunch of different things, and, like, for the video, it's gonna be me doing each one of those things, but all in one motion, you know what I mean? So, like, kind of looping the whole, creating the whole song in front of you, um, so we had to, like, go through all of that stuff, and, um, just choreograph it out a bit, kind of, like, planning how we're going to light it and what we're going to do, or whatever, all that sh- behind-the-scenes shit. And it was – that stuff always fun. And then immediately following that, we discussed, like, plans for another music video we're, we're looking to shoot. And, like, even mid-conversation – again, another great hang, another, like, awesome dude to be around who's just, like, super easy to talk to and, like, fun and stimulating and funny and shit – garbage in, garbage out. That's not garbage. That's good for you. That's good for your noggin. And But again, um, even like midway while talking to him, in the back of my head, I'm thinking to myself like, God, I fucking love this. I love getting shit done that I love and care about. Uh, I, I'm i re-falling in love with the process of making music, but not just the making music part, The all the other shit that comes along with it. So it was just like, I started off a little shaky yesterday and just... Again, getting things off of that mental checklist that I need to do, that I do love doing and have to remember how much I love doing it. It just was a great, great, great feeling. Super excited about everything. So next week, we have the shoot for the live session. Um, And then in a couple weeks from that, once it's done and everything, that will drop. That will be the first single off of the Humania Humania EP. Um, And then about a week after that, the whole thing will drop. So I'm super, super stoked, man. Super excited about that. It's going to be awesome. And then I get to start performing. It's just going to all, it's all falling into place for old Frank here. And I have to constantly remind myself of that. Because, again, I'm fucking lucky and blessed. I'm not where I want to be by any means in my career, my success. Um, But... I'm where I am. And I got to remember how fun it is and how lucky I am to even have the, again, the luxury of pursuing my dreams. It's pretty amazing. I encourage you to do the same because, uh, you know, if I wasn't pursuing my dreams, I'd be anxious and depressed uh doing something else. So at least I have that to, uh, to keep in mind. Like, at the end of the day, I am in one of the you know, I LA's got its fucking issues, but it's one of the coolest cities in the world. And I'm, I get to live here for however long that I'm living here with a, with a uh, around people I love and care about people that support me and, um, amazing like group of other creative people that are helping me, you know, work on my, my craft and, and pursue this dream. So, it's been a really amazing ride and things change and things have their ups and downs and it's not always exactly how you think it's gonna go, but it's been pretty fucking good. And it's gonna continue to be good because I'm gonna make sure it's good on purpose. Have a good day on purpose. I tell my mom that all the time. I tell my girl that all the time. I tell myself that all the time. Sometimes you gotta take the control that you can of that those little those little things that fucking hurt you during the day. Have a good day on purpose. Purposefully make sure that you're trying to have a good day, and you will. Uh, And um, I'm trying to have a good life on purpose, too, and that's what I'm working on, and uh, this is part of that, too. So, again, I thank you so much for listening. If you're listening to these, the full things, and not just the reels and the TikToks and all that stuff that I told you not to watch a couple minutes ago, um, I really do appreciate it. I hope in some way it's helping you if you're a fan of the music, if you're just a friend of mine, or I, I consider that the same thing. Um, you know, I, I want to keep helping each other and I hope that this is helping you and I hope that maybe you took something from this episode and you can apply it to your week this week until the next time. Uh, garbage in, garbage out, man. Fucking really take control of what you're putting in your brain because it affects what comes back out of it and, uh, it affects what you're thinking about yourself and what you're thinking about the world around you. So I'm going to keep working on that. Hope you do too. Thank you again for listening. Uh, I think that's enough for today. Um, shoot next weekend and then humania ep coming super soon next episode i'll have a fucking day for you so uh just gotta remember i got this you gotta remember you got this and if not we got this we always got each other's back we'll always try to help each other if you're part of this little group this little family we're trying to build a mental health monday so thank you again have a good week take care of yourself all right take care of yourself because you deserve it peace out